This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Appeals Court rules private plaintiffs can't sue in Voting Rights Act. ChatGDP creator thrown into turmoil as Microsoft hires ousted CEO. And Hamas chief says truce agreement with Israel is near. It's Tuesday, November 21. I'm Anthony Davis. A federal appeals court has issued a decision striking down a core element of the Voting Rights Act, further undermining protections for voters of colour in the US, saying only the federal government, not private citizens or civil rights groups, is allowed to sue under a crucial section of the landmark civil rights law. The Eighth Circuit today upheld a lower court's ruling that says private individuals can't bring lawsuits under the law meaning only the federal government can sue under the Voting Rights Act Section 2 protections for people of colour. That also means that civil rights groups wouldn't be allowed to sue either. There appears to be a strong prospect that even the right-leaning US Supreme Court will not uphold this when, as is likely, it is appealed to the highest level, but as currently ruled, the decision would be a massive blow to voting rights and racial equality. The civil rights law was implemented to increase minority representation in U.S. national leadership. Monday's ruling applies only to federal courts covered by the Eighth Circuit, which includes Arkansas, Iowa, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, North Dakota, and South Dakota. Meanwhile, several pending lawsuits by private groups challenge various political maps drawn by legislators across the country. It's likely the case eventually will make it to the US Supreme Court. The company that created ChatGPT was thrown into turmoil Monday after Microsoft hired its ousted CEO and many employees threatened to follow him in a conflict that centred in part on how to build artificial intelligence that's smarter than humans. The developments followed a weekend of drama that shocked the AI field and fueled speculation about the future of OpenAI, which named a new chief executive on Friday and then replaced her on Sunday. The newest CEO vowed to investigate the firing of co-founder and CEO Sam Altman, who's been instrumental in OpenAI's transformation from a non-profit research laboratory into a world-renowned commercial startup that inaugurated the era of generative artificial intelligence. Microsoft, which has been a close partner of the company and invested billions of dollars in it, announced that Altman and OpenAI's former president, Greg Brockman, would lead its new advanced AI research team. Brockman, also an OpenAI co-founder, quit in protest after Altman was fired. Hundreds of OpenAI employees, including other top executives, threatened to join them at Microsoft in an open letter addressed to OpenAI's four-member board that called for the board's resignation and Altman's return. 
OpenAI said on Friday that Altman was pushed out after a review found he was not consistently candid in his communications with the board of directors, which had lost confidence in his ability to lead the company. OpenAI's new interim chief executive, Emmett Shear, said he would hire an independent investigator to look into Altman's ouster and write a report within 30 days. The chief of Hamas said this morning that the Palestinian militant group was near a truce agreement with Israel, even as the deadly assault on Gaza continued and rockets were being fired into Israel. Hamas officials are close to reaching a truce agreement with Israel and the group has delivered its response to Qatari mediators, Ismail Haniyeh said in a statement. US President Joe Biden said on Monday he believed an accord was near. We're closer now than we've been before, White House spokesman John Kirby said of an agreement aimed at securing the release of some hostages held in Gaza and a pause in the fighting that would allow much-needed aid into the besieged enclave. Hamas took about 240 hostages during its October 7th rampage into Israel that killed 1,200 people. Talk of an imminent hostage deal has swirled for days. Last week, Qatari mediators were seeking a deal for Hamas and Israel to exchange 50 hostages in return for a three-day ceasefire that would boost emergency aid shipments to Gaza civilians, citing an official briefed on the talks. Hamas raid on October 7th, the deadliest day in Israel's 75-year-old history, prompted Israel to invade the Palestinian territory to target Hamas. Since then, Gaza's Hamas-run government said at least 13,300 Palestinians have been killed, including at least 5,600 children and 3,550 women by unrelenting Israeli bombardment. Hamas said on its Telegram account on Monday that it had launched a barrage of missiles towards Tel Aviv. Witnesses also reported rockets being fired at central Israel. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.